listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's going on, everybody? Man, I am traveling right now. I'm going straight from my laptop this week. No nice setup, no microphone, none of that. I'm out here in Fort Lauderdale. So we hanging out. I'll be out here in this area until Sunday. So if you're in this area, let me know. I got a little win, I guess. I got a little. Go for it. All right. Let me get my camera going. I'm freaking over here driving. Give me a second. All right. Oh, motherfucker. All right. We good. What up? Um, we out here, but, um, so today I visited a BNI group that I'm, uh, trying to join. So I got my application in and shit and they should approve it pretty quick. Cause they were, they were telling me they wanted us, they wanted us in. So, uh, I'm with it. We, we over here looking out your window, trying to guess your zero to 60 speed real quick. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to see, we're trying to see uh you know if you whipping that thing or not. I was like, don't crash, Luke. I see you backing if up. I, if I whip this thing, you guys. If if I whip this thing, my phone's probably gonna go fly right off the dash. But True. Uh, True. you want if you want to see me whip this thing, you'll see it like a blur. <laughs> <laughs> so you say you got it. You, you say you're trying to get into a BNI group and everything's looking good. Yeah. So yeah. So it's looking like they're gonna be down for it. Um, but yeah, it's like the best grossing BNI group. Like I comped all the BNI groups, the amount of members versus the amount of referrals that they uh, share every year. And it's just, it's like the second highest grossing one, but it has a smaller amount of members, which is easier for me because I don't have to, it's like more people in the smaller ones seem to have more trades people and the bigger ones seem to have more like life coaches and essential oil type of cats that I just, I'm not cool with. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's a little, also our, one of our subscription clients called us about something that I guess this other agency that we kind of split the contract with that they, they work on some of their ads and we run the rest of them. And these motherfuckers, they asked them for some information and instead of just giving it to them, they like hit me up instead and they're like, we don't want to do this with these guys. We don't trust the, uh, we're trying to, what do you call it? Uh, we're not trying to give them this info. Can you figure it out? So we reached out to Google and now we have to do the verification for them. But I'm just like, man, that's so funny that you guys, uh, you guys don't even want these other companies to do this verification for you. And I'm like, it's kind of like, you should already have that paperwork with them. If you don't trust them with that info, then I don't know why you work with them. Just let me know if I'm cutting out. No, you good. You good. So for the new people who have no idea what a BNI group is, can you just give them a, a quick rundown? Yeah. Yeah. So BNI is Business Networking International, and it's uh, what do you call it? Um, it's like a chamber of commerce type of thing, except you like. So you refer people to people in your BNI group and they refer people to you and only one one of each type of business can be in a BNI group 
Um, I mean, there's kind of ways to hack it realistically. Like you don't necessarily, you could compete with people within your BNI group, but I'm not going to get into that. But it's supposed to foster non-competition and like cooperative referral. And for the most part, it works. You know what I mean? The numbers aren't bad at all. I mean, you spend like 500 to 1,000 depending on your area. And then you usually make back like 20, 30,000 on average. So it's usually not that bad. So if you're a content creator and you have your website set up, you got your business set up, your LLC, you know who your target audience is, it's best to join one because you can walk into some clients. Yep. And not only can you walk into some clients, I will tell you one thing that this BNI, they were telling me that they use a lot of each other's services. Like uh, one dude was saying that he uses at least one service per month from the BNI group uh, for his business. So that's one of those things where you're just trying to figure out like, are not only are you going to get referrals, but you're also going to get business from the group itself if you're good. Um, and so that's a really cool thing to have. Um, Trying to think what else about BNI. It really helps if you have a niche, though, because if you don't know, they need you to tell them. Oh, I might be frozen. Okay. Um, they they need you to tell them what kind of clients you want to work with, and if you don't have a niche, then they're just kind of going to be like, "What the heck?" Carlos, what up, dude? I got my hand raised whenever you're done. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You over there like Craig raising your head, person. All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, that's that's uh, my little win. Um, other than that, just been working on working on outbound like that sort of shit, and uh, had one of the better weeks for castings for some of our upcoming uh, recurring ads. So that was great. We got like, uh, I think we got like 25, 30 submissions in like 24 hours, 36 hours. Not bad at all. Um, so I've got a shitload of casting submissions to go through tonight while I'm listening to everybody's wins. Um, <laughs> the steering wheel had a black I gotta hide. I gotta hide. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm trying to freaking not get hit by these people, but I should just wait for the light to turn and not be, not be trying to just dip through the red light. Uh, but anyway, yeah, dude, that's my win. That's uh, it's been a, uh, it's been kind of a back end and like outbound week, so not bad. That's a good win. Um, if you guys notice, I don't know, some of you probably seen we we started testing some. We're doing it. We're kind of in the testing stage of the Flash from Academy ads, so you may have seen them pop up kind of everywhere uh, on your Facebook right now. So if you see them, you probably see some weird picture of me somewhere doing some weird stuff. Not weird stuff, but just old cameras or whatever. Stuff some weird stuff. Just some weird stuff. Uh, Crichton, did you get your you uh, get your camera working? Or your your mic? You like nah? I'll get out of this. This video. I'll give some lessons learned. Go for it. Uh, this is Craig. Um. Well, I kind of mentioned to you earlier. Um, I don't know if maybe lessons learned, maybe just uh, uh, support, more support for everybody that's a uh, man looking for their big home run swing or 
uh, just wondering, you know, when, when you, when, when am I going to sign the contract? When am I going to sign the contract? Why am I just taking pictures? Why am I just taking pictures? Uh, my co-sign to tie is if you follow that checklist, even when you don't want to, even when, when shit sucks, even when shit's up and even when shit's down, uh, eventually somebody's going to come a knocking. And if you ain't ready, what you going to do? You say you want corporate, uh, corporate photography, corporate video production. Um, I mean, those things, uh, those have uh, for every for every uh, decision or for every response, there's a response. For every request, there's a request. Um, by that, uh, man, I ran in a tie. I wish I was joking, man. Uh, probably four huge people uh, in the last week, man. And, you know, it's all right when you can pull your, your, your Johnson out and just be like, here, here's my business card. Uh, oh, it's not, uh, my, no, my web, my website's, uh, it's under construction. It's under, uh, I got to do this, I got to do that. But, you know, eventually some Megs come a knocking. Megs is in big sharks. And are we ready for them or are we not? I'll see very, very soon, I'm sure. But, I mean, I, I don't know that the titles that I ran across this week can truly, I mean, titles can always get bigger, but when you have people in those positions who actually will enough put their hand out for you, uh, be ready. Excuses are tools of incompetence. Those who use excuses shall be known before their excuses. Get ready, people, get ready. That's my fart in the wind. Facts. One thing I kind of want to touch on is as creatives, you know, we a lot of people take the courses and follow the guidelines or they don't follow the guidelines. Exactly. You know, follow, stick to the script before you, a, a great teacher once told me before you break rules, learn the rules, mm. learn the rules first, before you go and try to break them. Before you try to bend them, add your sauce to them, learn what they are. Um, don't just try to look at it and then you want, you want to do it your way. And then you wonder why it's not working. Trust me, there's things that I've done plenty of times and I had to really break it down to its most simplest form because I was overthinking it for a client. Here I am thinking I'm offering a lot for a client and going above and beyond for a client, but I'm overly complicating a simple decision for a client. And I've learned that when I made it simple, stupid, I just got more, I got more responses from people because they understood it. They got it. They didn't have to, they didn't feel like I was trying to, out talk them or like uh I don't even want to say con them almost but they didn't feel like I was trying to run circles around them um they understood the the message that I was delivering and it made it a lot easier for me to communicate with that client and land that client so you know a lot of things we got scripts for we got you know um referral templates and things like that stick to the script use it word for word I promise you it's it's made to be extra simple stupid for a reason your client got a lot of decisions they're, they're making every day as business owners. They don't need to decode this long, you know, book that you're sending them to make a decision. So make it very simple and get straight to the point. And I think a lot of times we overcomplicate it, thinking that our value is in making things complicated. Our value is in polishing things off. Our value is in, you know, going above and beyond. But sometimes being direct is the key. So that's something that I I had to work on because I would, you know, I wanted to show up and show so much enthusiasm and passion in what I did that the client couldn't understand how this solved their problem. And that's their main pain point. 
is understanding how we can solve their problem. So if we're not direct with that and, and make that first, you know, a lot of times we lose clients, you know, going to a client talking about gear and quality and how you're going to film it and how great you're going to make it look doing all of this. Don't always help your client understand how this will help them get more clients or solve whatever problem they have. So I've learned that I've closed 90% more jobs being very direct and literally going after the fact that the client wants to make more money. The client wants to solve this problem and, and directly addressing that problem instead of sugarcoating their problem or mixing their problems in with the fact that I shoot in 4K or mixing it in with the fact that we offer higher quality than the last company. You know, I don't even talk about it. And you, you guys know me. I don't talk about quality or none of that. I talk about our ability to solve your problem. That is first. And, and that way, when you, when you have to make a decision and you think about the other guy who giving you BS about, image quality and the cameras and all this cool stuff he's going to do. And a guy over here saying, this is the problem we solve for clients every day. And this is how we're going to do it. It makes that decision a whole lot easier. So just something I want to make sure I double down. And I know often we, uh, you know, often we get people who have followed the information and they haven't been as they haven't, they haven't stuck to the script. And, and that's sometimes that's just a discipline issue not sticking to the script script. It's just a discipline issue that you have to overcome. Um, because what you go do is you go out and do it three ways you think it should be done. And then you come back and read the script and then you go do it that way and that work. And then you baffle as to why it worked. But I promise you, I didn't make this stuff up. It was stuff that I tried over and over again. And I started taking notes on what worked and what didn't. So I tell people, if you're struggling with something, go back and relearn it and stick to the fundamentals, stick to the script and try it again. Um, and I promise you, you will have some success. And, and sometimes it's about, you know, I had a video a while back talking about, yeah, we want these big clients, but are we really ready for them? Are we really ready for a phone call from Walmart? Are we really ready for a phone call from Nike or somebody who can cut you this million dollar check? Do you have everything in, in, in place to attract that client? Do you have your systems and processes in place so that client know that they're working with a real company? Do you have the ability to deliver in a time and format and scale that they need? Do you have the ability to show up with a 10-man crew if need be? And a lot of times we don't, we don't have that in place. We just want the check, but we don't understand that the check comes with a lot of work. And the flip side of that is you can permanently damage your business if you're not ready. If you bite off more than you chew, you can choke. And a lot of people choke and they, and their companies die right there on the floor. So I think it's important that, you know, as we build this company, this business, we go through the steps so that we have the foundation where it should be. Foundations and fundamentals is pretty much the same thing. But a lot of people want to cash the check and get the money and they fumble a bag. And I promise you, if you're in a small town, you ain't even got to be in a small town. You can just work with a niche. If you fumble the bag, you're going to have a lot more people know about you than you want to within that niche. And it's going to make life a lot harder for you. Um, I mean, you may even have to rebrand and start over uh, if you mess around and mess up a company that's too big. So, you know, it goes back to making sure that, you know, we, we do what we got to do. We make sure our fundamental fundamentals are there um, before we go out trying to catch this big fish, just like fishing. If you ain't got a strong enough, you know, 
rod, you ain't got strong enough line, if you ain't got a big enough hook and you ain't got the right bait, it's just going to be difficult to pull in that big fish. And we're going to seem like it's, you know, it's impossible to be successful because we don't have the tools in place to wheel in the fish we want. We may have to start with smaller fish, you know, in our smaller boat. So just keep that in mind as you grow. You know, you, you may have something huge land on your lap. Are you really ready for it? If you if you say no, it could backfire on your company, it can backfire on your ability to build your brand if you pull in a fish that's too big too soon. So just keep that in mind. And you know, I like to encourage people to stick to the fundamentals and go back and and learn, you know, the fundamentals and just grow from there. So for those who don't know, I'm 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 live in Fort Lauderdale. We, we you know for people that just popped in or you're like why I look different, but uh, we sitting here chilling. Um, I know Crichton still got his hand up. Did you ever get your uh your Bluetooth working? Anybody else got wins? Raise Crichton's your hand. Bluetooth ain't working. He can't do it. He's got too many connections. He all uh, Bluetoothed out. It's that Yolo box, dude. He Yoloed out. <laughs> And all he can do is type. I know he over there cussing y'all out. <laughs> you could turn off the YOLO and like you said, just go from the phone, yeah. but you know. Yeah. Uh-oh. You've got news. Huh? Hey, lady. Uh, we got a crew. <laughs> hey. I'm trying to give him a minute for his mic to pop on. He got his hand up, but no mic. We'll give him a second. Is I it? know, I know Crane is busy playing Legend of Zelda. That's what it is, man. He talked about it a little while ago. He's busy with the switch. Again. That's what it is. See, I'll catch a Pokemon on the cell phone. I'll show you <laughs> go, go for it, Rodney. All right. How about now? Hey. hey. Hear you now. Okay. That's oh. what it takes. Some pep talk. All right. Hey, right well, well, well yeah. I want to point out that's a win by itself. But That is a win. Uh, Rodney, you, you can go ahead. I'm working on I'm wrapping up dinner, so I'll, I'll be right back. But, oh, hey, okay. y'all can hear me finally. Yeah, we can hear you. Go for it. Go for it, Rodney. Rodney mic broke too. Nathan, get ready because you may be, you may be, I know you're my mic. bad, my bad. That was user error. I just didn't hit that on me. That's my bad. Okay, go for it, Rodney. So I don't know if it's a W or L, but it's at least an update on things. Uh, I would like to say thank you for your recommendation. So as I informed you, uh, the investment was made a few days ago to pick up the Sony A6500, which got delivered today. If you don't have two, you don't have one. So instead of going through the negotiations with everybody else and not getting responses back in time, I picked it. The first one I got was from Adorama and I just picked up the second one. They only had two left. And as I was sitting here talking to the missus, one of them disappeared off the screen when we refreshed it. So yeah, they have, so like how they do their quality of product. Um, there was one that was uh, like new and then one right below that $30 less, that was like excellent condition. And the excellent condition like disappeared. And it was like $30 difference. I'm like, nah, we should just want to get it down. She's like, yeah, get it. Just get it before it goes. So the second one just got ordered. And that should be here, I think, uh, in about five days next week. So I'm now part of the game. Have you shot with the one you got in today? No, I literally just got it in today. So I've, I've got an issue with it because it came with the wall adapter the cable, the battery, the body. Uh, I don't have a, a lens adapter for it yet. 
So I'm looking at either getting the adapter and or just getting some E-mount lenses, but they didn't send the actual charging base. They sent the adapter, but not the charging base. So I'm on the on about to send them an email right now to get them to fix that. But um, I, I do trust me. Like I've been watching videos and everything to kind of figure out the lenses, the quality of stuff. Uh, I, I gotta say, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. And this not to go against what you were just talking about before about quality and not providing people solutions. Part of us getting this was part of the solution that we needed on the post production side. Um, but this is going to be the first time that we actually had a 4K camera. So post-production side, a lot of folks know, it kind of gives you a little more maneuverability. You need to zoom in, things like that. Framing needs to get done right. But my goodness, I never realized how small this camera is. It's very little. It is the time, like literally, I sent you a picture. It fits in the palm of my hand, literally. It's like an iPhone. Like It's like it a fast phone. Yeah, it's smaller than, it's, it's smaller in height and width than my iPhone, yeah. which is that's crazy. Where are you coming from? Uh, a Canon 80D. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. great. So I'm coming from glass to know. Get you a cage for it. Get you the, I had a cage for it, a yep. small rig, make a good cage. If you look deep in my videos, you'll see the uh, cages I had on YouTube. I found some already. I did find some. Um, the, the place that I ordered the second one from, uh, I want to say it's KEH. Mm -hmm. And is it it's either Dilma? No, so it is Adorama. Adorama and sorry, and B&H. They've got the ICANN Stratus complete cage. So it actually comes with the actual cage, the handle, uh, a cable grip on the side for like any type of like video output or input, uh, base mount, a uh, quick plate, and two rails with rail extensions. And it's only for like 129 bucks. I'm going to pick up two of those as well. So it's a, it's a good system. It's a decent system, good reviews and everything on it. The only uh, check out your video though. The only thing um you're gonna probably need a lot of is batteries, but the good thing is they cheap. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And, and you can get a um you can get a Sony battery to like a P-tap adapter so you can plug into a V mount. That's this that's is called a demi. Yeah, okay. mm -hmm. going them quick. Huh. Yeah, that way you can run it. Congratulations to the side of a sorry, I'm cutting you off. Oh no, you good, brother. So, okay, I look at that because I think we, the camera rig that we got set up for the ADD, I think I had an attachment for like the V-mount on that as well. I just never got the the battery for it. So I'll look at that as well so we can get that. But that, yeah, that'll definitely be worth it. And you can get a cheap $100, um, I want to say E-mount, EF-mount to E-mount adapter off Amazon. It's like maybe not even $100. That way you can plug in all your, your lenses, um, electronic or not. Yes. And I may go that route because we had that conversation today because she was wondering, like, are we going to have to get new lenses now? Or if, like, if, I'm you have lens, if you have lenses, I would get that. If not, I'm going to tell you one of my favorite lenses with that okay. camera. It's the Sigma 16. I think it's a 1.8 millimeter. It's 16 millimeters. So it was wide. It's, it's f 1.8 so it's great for low light i shot a lot of stuff with that and the 18 to 35 f 1.8 if them two lenses they're both if the 18 to 35 you can get used for about 500 dollars if not cheaper anywhere between four and 600 um the 18 to 35 is going to be a, it's going to be a lifetime lens it's going to be a lens you have for your whole life 
Really? Um, yeah, yeah, cause it's a beast. I, have it. I got it in EF mount so that I can put it on different stuff. Same. So you wanted an EF mount, so you need the adapter and the sixteen okay. millimeter Sigma um, F one. I think it's either F one six or F one four. It's very cheap. It's like three seventy nine. Super sharp, super wide, really good in low light. And who eighteen by thirty five by? Huh? Sigma. 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 Sigma as well. Okay. Yep. So I have it with black magic and the adapter. So I actually, I actually get another soft of light. So I got it to one point two uh, with it as well. So here's my concern about that because I've looked at some adapters for um, for um, for the E mount to EF mount glass, and the concern was that there was issues with certain capabilities, like if you're in video mode or movie mode or whatever that it doesn't do like auto focusing and things like that if you don't have an actual like uh sony or sigma glass i think if i remember correctly at least sony glass okay so you can get the sigma mount the mc11 that's my favorite mount that's the one that's the one okay, yes that that works well that works well as long as you do two things this is the, this is the catch okay catch today you have to have the it's a separate update module they sell so you can update your lenses so you plug it into the, the EF mount and it goes into a, cause you can update the Sigma MC11. A lot of people don't update it. That's why I don't work with new stuff, but uh -huh. you can update it by, by updating the MC11. Okay. With the newer lenses, it'll allow, it'll allow you to connect the lens and update that lens, but they make a separate module so that you can update older Sigma lenses. I have it. And they, and they work. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got it. Cool. cool. Okay. Appreciate y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is the this is the 16 millimeter. It's fairly cheap. Okay. That's not bad. Uh, right? I mean, this one's it's usually about 450. And that's new. Okay. So used you can get it for 300. A lot of people okay. don't know. Yeah. Um places like borrowed lenses and stuff like that. I'll definitely check out. Check out check out Facebook Marketplace. Okay. Okay. Um, and for this as well, this is $59. See if I can click on it, hold up. So that's the USB dot that you use to update your lenses. For EF, oh, wow, okay. So, so not only that, you can you can tune your lenses however you want them. If you want them to be a faster, you know, focus, like whatever you want your priority to be, smooth focus, you can tune it with that and you can readjust them because over time lenses, that do a lot of autofocus. Like, like I bought a lens from a lady who was like, it, it don't, it can't autofocus to infinity. It, it ain't nothing broke. I can shake it up, it ain't nothing wrong. It just won't autofocus to infinity no more. Right? right. So I bought it, threw it on there, updated it, and then readjusted it. And, and I was fine. So How did you readjust it? What was the process in that? It's just software. It's software that um it's software that you can either when you connect it to your when you connect it to your camera and look at the screen, you just right. Like it's micro movements to say, okay, this is infinity. This is not. Okay. Yeah. So get the MC11, which you can find them on Facebook Marketplace for cheap. Usually 50, between 50 and I think brand new, they're 100. But you can find them between $50 and $80. Get those. Get the Sigma. The Sigma MC11 adapters are the best adapters you can get. I got two of them. Um, I, I just got two of them because I got two cameras, of course. Actually, I got three Sony's, but I only use two for video. And from there, you can do stuff like, you know, add your monitor, um, you know, things like that. Why well, I'm looking right now. Yeah. yeah, but those are the two adapters you want. Okay. Okay, cool, cool. Appreciate y'all.
Like anytime, anytime. Uh, I know Nathan, I know you had your hand up, bro. Go for it. All right. Can you guys hear me fine? Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm driving like like Luke was. So uh just audio for me for me today. But um we can't see your time. Okay. <laughs> uh had a couple wins over the week. Um the buddy of mine that I mentioned, like he just wants to hit the ground running. He already has connected me with like three different meetings that we have for next week. Next week, um, one of them is uh, this venture capitalist group that they are actively working at any time on like 10 to 15 products or new businesses that they uh, think, you know, there's success in. And so they're investing in. But these guys have every time they go to a different marketing agency for um, whatever needs they have. But these guys are looking for like content partners to basically create everything from ad campaigns to social uh, content for like all of these brands that they're or products that they're um, investing in. So um, they've got deep, deep pockets and they're just looking for a, a good marketing agency to partner with. Uh, so he's got an in with them, like a strong connection with one of the partners. So we're meeting with them next week and like getting a portfolio that's a little bit more specific to the types of products that they specialize in or, try, or mainly focus on. So uh, we're just kind of working right now on getting a desirable looking real and something that's going to showcase our team's uh, work well. So hopefully something kind of comes to that. Um, but we're working through the next couple of days, working on our, our pitch and, and how we're going to enter the room, um, but bringing a couple more people with us that are on our team, just even though they're not like, they're not, uh, you know, like salaried or anything like that, but just so that we're walking in the room as a team and not, you know, just me and a laptop or something, but we're bringing, uh, different people at different in different uh, sections that are really killing it in their area so that we can speak to, with confidence in like a variety of areas that they may have questions or clarification needed. We'll have a team there to answer that. So uh, looking forward to that one. And then I don't know that it's a win. Um, I don't even know what to make of it yet, but evidently there's some guy in the Milwaukee area that he wrote a bit of software or has a software company that has made him a multimillionaire. Um, and this guy just, I guess it just bankrolls his whole life. So he's just looking for something fun to do. Uh, so he has like a marketing, he, he bought a warehouse in Milwaukee, filled it with workout equipment. And then it's like an invite only influencer like gym like you can't you can't buy a membership there it's free for anyone that is invited but all of them are like influencers so it, like you know 10,000 to some of them are micro influencers like 10 to 20,000 followers and others are like in the the six figure followers and things like that so 
then what he does is he creates content for them. And um, basically what he's working on is getting this club generated to where he then has influencer power to turn to brands and say, hey, we can activate, you know, 30 influencers in the athletic field or in the um, health and fitness space for your product and then turn around and create content for all of those people. I guess the only thing is their content right now is really whoever's making it. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. So they want to have a conversation with us about what a content package could look like and what, um, you know, providing crew would look like for something like that. So I honestly, it's a kind of a shot in the dark. I don't even know that I want to invest a lot of time with it, but I mean, the guy's got a lot of money. He's talking about wanting to convert a section of the gym into an led volume, start shooting on a video wall. I don't know. I mean, so I, I ran into a, that, that happened to me a little bit with a client. I literally went out and bought an iPad just so I can bring it. This was years ago, just so I can bring it to the pitch. And mm-hmm. I, ended up, I ended up landing the client. So I'm going to tell you this real quick, kind of to touch on that, because it makes a lot of sense. One, when you got your brand together, right, when you have your stuff together and you actually network with people who can fund their ideas, a lot of people got ideas, but they can't fund them. They've, they've worked out to be some of the best clients I ever had in my life because they were they were willing to cut the check to shoot what they wanted. And even if we had to do it over and over again, like they were just in a good position. So I kind of look at that, that. That client reminds me of a client I had who, it's going to sound crazy, but they had the idea of um, of having um, portable deodorant that fit on your keychain, little bitty deodorant sticks that's made on your keychain, right? This was, their, this was their idea. And we shot a commercial for them. It's just deodorant for like, if you all jogging, you can just pop it on and do it or whatever. But this was their baby. And man, we shot so many videos. That, that company probably spent $70,000, $60,000 with me over the course of a year because we were just shooting videos um, that were commercials and they were going to Kickstarter and you know they were putting money in a Kickstarter campaign. They want to market that. They want the images. So don't don't shy away too much. If they got the if they got the idea and they got the funds to do it, that could be a really good client. And, and I'm gonna tell you another thing too, which is crazy, which is kind of what, what I kind of want to leave you with. Um, their idea wasn't their day job, right? So when we started killing it. With their idea, they also hired us for the company that they had that was running already for their money makers. Mm-hmm. So they, when they hired us, we started we started working on their money makers, and then we started meeting a lot of his friends. And I still got clients to this day from taking a video. And this is a guy this is a guy that found me on Thumbtack. He wanted a Kickstarter video, and I thought it was like I, I wasn't crazy about the product, but he had the money for it and he was passionate about it. So I put my foot in it. I made it. I made it dope. I gotta find a video. It's on Vimeo. I'll find it. Um, but it was all about this little bitty, like it was a chapstick size deodorant. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever. I, I don't think it ever took off on Kickstarter, but um, it, it turned into a lot of. It turned into probably with the connections and the people he connected me with. It probably turned into three, four hundred thousand of business. So. You know, I like clients. Yeah, 
because that's that's what they they said like just one of their products it's like a quick install uh basketball court or something like that like it's a click and uh fit like basketball court uh, but they have i guess a few products that they've pat- patented to make it an easier process or a better product i don't know anyway they said they're planning to invest like over the next 18 months five million dollars toward just this one idea and they said 20 percent roughly is going toward marketing so and they don't have a marketer at all right now so um and that's just one of their businesses so i would just we haven't being their go-to guy right yep i want that's kind of content creator that's kind of how we're pitching it like we're not going too specific on any one of their products that they've mentioned to us you know if we can bring content in there that represents some of them great but we just want to show the caliber and the expertise um and then also just like the strategy side of it. That's why I'm bringing someone that I don't work with as often, but he doesn't deal with the creative at all. He deals with, with strategy and executing ads and, and, you know, having the targeting in order. So just having him in the room. So when those questions come up, he can speak to that and have a lot of authority. Whereas I'm going to just be bullshitting the whole time if it were just me. So but that's not a bad thing. I mean, you know, but I, like I said, I, my thing is bring the visuals, but solve the problem. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, you know, yeah. Yep. And we here, we're, we're flexible to solve any problem you have in this industry. We can help you go from nothing to something kind of is how I've positioned it. Um, you know, with the right quality content, I'm trying to see if I can find a video while we're talking of, uh, that I did with their, uh, like lipstick deodorant. If I find it, I'll post it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it was something, you know, it was some, uh, it was something simple. But I, def- I definitely post it so you guys can take a look at it. But let us know how that turned out, man. I would love to hear how, uh, you know, how that worked out. And take an iPad if you can, take an iPad. Because I, I like the fact that I can just hand it off to people and they can just go through, and it wasn't nothing else on the iPad, so I wasn't it wasn't like it was my personal iPad. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it just it ended up working out. Yeah, no, I love that. Twenty percent of five million. <laughs> yes. Lil Wayne said it best. Right. I mean, like, like they I, some of it. I mean, a, a large portion of that would be toward targeting, I'm sure, and like, yeah, uh, you know, ad spend. But still, you know, even if. A, tenth of it is into the actual creation that's still a six figures so yeah we're hopeful i mean they seem eager to meet so that's a good sign in itself that they're looking forward to the to the meet but yeah those are my wins so i'll keep it posted they're not wins yet wins in progress so i'm gonna show you uh i think i shot this with a 6500 too so You'll love it. You'll love to see this. Let me see if I can. Uh, let me see if I can uh, get this. Uh, if I can get this over to my scenario. I think I got it. I think I got it. Uh, I'm sure I can get it to myself. It's not on the same network. 
And I don't think it's going to copy and paste going to work. No, that ain't it. Give me a second. Let me figure out how I can get this link to myself, my phone on here. If I'm using it on my network, I can just copy it and paste it. I'll just do this. Yeah. It won't let me. Uh... Hey, Ty, are you having a nine minute timer? Do I have a nine minute timer? No, nah, go for it. No, 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 no. I'm saying that because uh, so somebody's in the chat saying that they're having a, a timer with Zoom pop up. I'm not seeing anything. No, I don't have a timer at all. Yeah, mine is telling me I've got seven minutes, 45 seconds to go. It's a bus. Ronnie says he sees something too. this big old blue button. And it's like, then it should tell you, like, yeah. Okay, yeah, let me drop. Okay. But this is share play. I don't know. Is that? No, it's gonna like let people watch it. Yeah, time. I don't know. Give me a I'm trying to see if I can get this clip to you guys. Um, in the meantime, Creighton, you can go go for it. I know. Well, one, I, I, my, my, my biggest win right now was this steak is absolutely amazing. Uh, <laughs> so you know, uh, you know, props to the chef. Wait a second. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, you know, photographed these uh, high school cheerleaders about a month or so ago. Uh, got got all their uh, products here in a box next to me, delivering them tomorrow. Got some uh, stuff that they didn't even ask for that uh, I'm I'm donating to uh, for, for them to have up on display and uh, at the school, uh, you know, forums. So that way, there it's you know, like I I have this whole theory. It's like I want I want to blow any competition out of the water, you know. So it's like, oh hey, you know, it's like, oh you're good at taking their money. What 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 are you really give, give giving all? You know, what, what are you really giving clients? Uh, then um, on the the first order that I had, uh, somebody had ordered a metal keychain. Well, uh, the the, uh, the the lab had changed how their keychains come uh, come out, and I liked it so much, and I I took a picture of it, put 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 it there in the chat. Uh, on the net on the next round of orders, uh, I went and had some uh, some of my own uh, press passes made out of it, so it's actual metal now. Uh, on top of like my, my already plastic one, it's cheaper and faster than everybody else that I've seen. Plus it's metal. So it's going to be kind of hard to break. Um, and on really on the business side of, of things, he, he, this, this year is going to be uh, uh, my soon to be future win and a little lesson off of it that I've already figured out. Uh, so tomorrow I'm going around with uh, the cheerleaders and their parents and they have uh, other businesses that are sponsoring them, uh, uh, you know, to, to be in like the football program and stuff. And so while, yeah, I'm going to go up there, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just, you know, shoot the pictures, give, hand them off to the cheerleaders. Um, with that, I'm getting advertisements out of it uh, from, uh, from the booster clubs. Uh, and out of these nine businesses, like all of them, but HEB are all small businesses which is going to get me right up front, like shaking hands with the owner or the manager, uh, just, you know, like, you know, just completely skipping all the other uh, uh, gatekeepers and stuff. Hey, nice to meet you. You know, like j just so that way I can get a, a quick face to face, um, you know, uh, m maybe 
You know, just, I, I, I think that's just kind of the big thing there is like just getting face to face with people who are also uh, willing to uh, put their money where their mouth is with with uh, supporting people. And so uh, we'll see we'll see what comes of it. But that, that that's a uh, that's an ancillary thing, not the main thing uh, tomorrow. Yeah. And so, yeah, let me say this real quick. That timer thing is weird. I think that's because I have the meeting scheduled to eight. But it shouldn't cut off because I have a pay a license, so that's weird. But yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely good wins. Any lessons with that though? Let me ask you that. Oh, though, the, oh yeah, the, the lesson is I still have all the I I I had a gazillion business cards made uh with the with the bridal show, and so the email on there says weddings, and so I'm sitting there, it's like ah oh, damn it, it's like I'm gonna be handing out cards that say weddings, no. and I'm like hmm. You know, not I'm trying to decide if I should hand them out or not. So I have probably between Flash Home Media and Flash Home Academy, I have probably four different business cards. So Flash Home Media is easy because I got a target audience. With Flash Home Academy, I have a car that's designed for like I do a lot of car shows, and at, at car shows, there's a lot of photographers. Right. I have a car that that speaks to them directly. Hey, if you want to learn how to make money, blah blah blah. Here's my car. Then I have a card that speaks to like when I was at NAB working with, you know, businesses. Hey, you know, this is our audience. We would love to train people on what you do, yada, yada, yada. So I got that business card. So that's three business cards right there. I, I had a photo booth business cards when I was really running a photo booth. And then I have uh, a sticker, a QR sticker that I stick on stuff <laughs> leave them everywhere. So people can stick it. But they say, hey, you want to learn how to make money with your camera, blah, blah, blah. Nice, nice. All right. So, 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 so my lesson before I even get there is I need even more business cards. So, and uh, so sticker mule for, 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 for that QR code. <laughs> uh, sticker mule. Yep. Sticker mule for the QR code. I go to cheap prints for everything else. And I've learned to order in smaller batches. I've learned to order in 500 to a thousand. I know like I used to order like 2000 a pop, but I've right. learned to order in smaller batches. You're not going to go through them as, as you as fast as you think you are and right. once you start getting low you'll know to put in a second order you know what i'm saying and exactly. i've never bought out a card but i, I um, did a card i ordered mm -hmm. and i ordered like two thousand of them and then i was and then i switched industries gotcha um how how do you feel about you know like uh me, me having these business cards to say weddings you know weddings at you know dot com uh you know, should, should I, should I hand them out or should I, uh, I think, know. I think they're appropriate for, if you're doing an event, I've had business cards designed for just an event. Right. You know, I've had them, I've had them designed for just an event. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. All right. Then, um, let me see what else do I got. Let's see. Uh, there's a, Hmm. Nope. That, that there's the big stuff. Uh, Went and get, had the kids get their orthodontic uh, Invisalign things. Um, I think it was Monday. And man, let me tell you something. Uh, orthodontists, orthodontists are like, uh, it, it, it's an interesting field because they really, the, the fact that I got my kids in before the school year ended, they really, really appreciated it. And then they're the hardest time for them to schedule. Uh, it makes perfect sense. You know, it, it's, uh, you know, they're, they're like, oh, uh, busiest time is 5 p.m. I'm sitting there and it's like, I'm telling them, it's like, well, 
I, I can be here like at two. <laughs> and they're like, what? Ortho really, really pick up during the summertime because I used to work that. It really pick up during the summertime because kids are out of school and mostly kids get braces than anything. Yep. And and and, that, and I went in knowing that just having my own kids as, as, as their clients and man, like just the look on their faces, like, how do you know this? Because <laughs> you got to you have to know the niche. Yeah, you got to know it. And that's right. you know, it, it was great for like um, it was great for like um, doing testimonials. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right. Um, that's all my wins and uh, my, my lesson about business cards. Uh, and I, I appreciate, I, man, I, I really do like that. You know, ha- having three or four different types of business cards, are, like you said, speak directly to the people. Um, let me ask a question and, and then I'm going to be done. Uh, with the QR codes, uh, with, with those stickers, <clears throat> what would be like, you know, you're not just going to go up to a church and slap it right there on, on, on the door saying you do, you, you, you know, you do weddings, you know, where, where would you find, what, what's an appropriate use in, in, in your experience with using stickers? I'm going to be honest like with you. There, there is no appropriate ethically correct answer to that. Um, <laughs> I, I stick them places. I see other stickers, um, you know, places that are like, you know, sit down places, stalls you know stuff like that there is no there's there is no ethically correct picture i used to um i try to i try to send i try to stick in places i felt like a lot of photographers are going to be right right like i had a that's that's kind of neat (laughs) yeah yeah we were out slapping stuff on nab we were literally uh, you know yeah we were definitely but i mean it just depends it just depends. Like I put some on, like there's a sign outside of a camera shop. I put some there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just depends where you are. It was brilliant, dude. It was brilliant. I just figured, you know, you're going to be someplace and you're going to be standing around looking at the wall and I've seen other stickers and I've seen even QR codes. So it made me be like, okay, well maybe I should give me some QR codes. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant, man. That's absolutely brilliant. All right. Um, with, with that tie, I'm going to step uh, back and I'm going to finish this take here. Yeah, be careful with that, though. I just saw, saw in the news the other day that people are uh, doing it? that same technique, but um, hack people's phones by the QR codes. Would you say, Tony, said it again? Hold on. Damn. Yes, sir. So the mic just went out. While we wait, while we wait on uh, Tony, Kevin, if you want to go for it, jump right in. Okay, hey, hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. All right, so um, as you can, oh, okay, Tony, you want to go first? Um, but, oh no, I just had a quick comment. I was just saying, be careful with those QR codes because people were hacking into people's phones. 
bought them QR codes. People were scanning them and they was able to tap into their phones by people scanning those QR codes. I could see that. Yeah. yeah, so just be careful with it. That's all I was gonna say. That, yeah, that, I can see that. Sorry about that, Kevin. Go ahead, man. Go, go for it. Go for it, Kevin. All righty. Um, okay, so as you can probably tell, I'm I'm from the UK. Um, I'm based in London. Uh, do, actually, let me put my video on. I don't even know why. I'm the only guy here with the video. <laughs> hey. I, I love it. I love um, it. So I've been a member of Flash Film Academy for like literally 24 hours. Um, <laughs> literally like 24 hours and 34 minutes or something, right? <laughs> um, That's 24 I'm hours kind of, of his life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm kind of just making my way through the course content. Um, okay. So basically, like in terms of like my where I'm coming from, I, I'm an actor full time. I'm in a show in, in London at the moment. It's 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 a big show. It's doing really well. But, you know, during lockdown and everything in 2020, I got into cameras and lighting. And I've always been into sound because I'm I'm a musician as well. Um, so that, that kind of side of things has always been natural to me. But I'm kind of like a, I'm a techie, right? I'm a nerd. So I just wanted to get into cameras and I wanted to get into all of that exposure triangle and all that. <laughs> and as I've kind of accumulated equipment and accumulated like love and knowledge for it all, I'm kind of going, well, hmm, there is there's money to be made here, right? And I, I don't even know how I stumbled upon your channel on YouTube because I was subscribed to your channel probably a year or two ago. And it was probably when I was kind of getting into, you know, learning about camera gear. It might've been a review of some something, I don't know, that I, that I found on your channel and I subscribed to it. And then I kind of stumbled back upon your channel um, maybe like a month or two ago. And I was like, you know what? If I want to do this and I actually earn some money from this, then okay, let me invest in some some education, right? So anyway, as I say, I'm, I'm, I'm in a show full-time. So it's eight shows a week across six days per week. But I do have a lot of midweek daytimes free. So kind of office hours till like 5 p.m. most days, Monday to Friday, with the exception of Thursday, but you know, I've got daytime is free. So it seems like it could be possible. It could be doable. Um, I guess the thing, I mean, <laughs> I'm literally not even at, at level one, really. I'm at like level minus one because I, I literally have a camera. I've got some, some mics. I've got a couple lights. <laughs> I'm like, right, okay. I need to build this thing from the ground up, right? Um, and I think one of the things that's, that I'm considering right now is I live in a big city, it's London, a metropolitan area, and I, I don't have a vehicle right now. So I'm thinking, okay, I don't wanna rent studio space. That's something I already know is not feasible. Uh, well, it's not necessarily that it's not feasible, but it's not something that I necessarily want to add as an overhead. Um, and so any content that I do offer at the moment, at least needs to be, um, it needs to be a kind of a, a set of gear and equipment that is mobile enough um, that, that I can kind of carry on my person. And, you know, I don't know how well you know London, but the tube system, the, the underground system, you know, a lot of the times you can get from A to B 
quicker than you could get there by road, assuming that everything's running okay and there's no, you know, nonsense with closures and stuff. But, you know, nine times out of 10, it's actually way more efficient to just get the tube. But yeah, as I say, that does limit me in terms of I can't bring the Brinks truck <laughs> full of <laughs> full of full of gear, you know, full of Pelican cases and stuff. And so that that in my head, that's kind of making me go, okay, in terms of where I'm wanting to niche down, that 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 does limit me, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, go ahead. I'll jump in and say that. For my first year, a good chunk, and even to today, a good chunk of what I've been doing has been like not even in person. Um, sometimes, like um, I did my very first year before I started uh, the business, I did a uh, gaming award show. It was all virtual. I never left my house. And I that very first thing I did was $12,000. The very next year was $25,000. I never left my house. And it was off from home, all Zoom calls, recording Zoom interviews, getting stock footage, graphics, putting together music. I, I never left like the four walls of my apartment uh, I, to do that wow. project, I swear. And I did that, for, that was for three years. For the first time, we left and Ty was there. I was there. It was in Dallas. Uh, and it was like the final ends of it. And so that was the biggest project we did. But you could totally make money. I did for quite a few projects from home that I got, I trust me, I know exactly where you're coming from. It's not impossible. You got to find the client, but if you're an editor um, and you can craft a story, you can make plenty of money without leaving your house. Like 100%. Right. I was going to say either that or mobile headshots. Yeah, that's what I'm the, thinking. The gear is so minimum. The biggest thing is going to be your X drop um, background. And it's really, yeah. thin. it's like the size of a tripod. That um, three flashes mm. and you're pretty much in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's where I was leaning towards, and I, I, I've kind of been looking at like the Godox flash system, the Westcott yep, yep. flash system, like the the two hundreds. Godox, I like Godox. I would go Godox with the remote, um, and then get you like the AD two hundreds. Yeah, you can get you can get modifiers where you can get collapsible soft boxes, mm. so, so you still can get soft, beautiful light that's that's uh, collapsible and you can carry with you, and then. You, you know, you can land a corporate job and charge $100 a head and get 30 people in two hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and they're going to update those once a year. Plus, they'll notify you for everybody new they bring on. So that that's a that's a place to look um, where, you know, you don't need a tripod. You can shoot it from your, you know what I'm saying? It's just less to carry. I'm just trying mm. to see what else light. How, how impossible is it for you um, in the, the London subway, the two, two take like carts with you like is that is that always packed you can't take a small cart with you and carry something it's definitely possible and i've looked into some kind of like roller cases that are kind of not necessarily super hard pelly cases but more kind of slightly pseudo soft cases like Niwa and, and, and there's a couple of brands that do those kind of cases that are quite long and quite almost like long luggage but but narrower than a, than a full-size suitcase that would be able to fit maybe a couple of stands as well as you know flashes and, and that kind of thing so, so it's, gotta, it's definitely possible. I'm trying to find. I this is this is case called Gorilla Case that I had that I bought that that has a roll. It's a backpack, but it had a roller with it. Yeah. It was kind of on the expensive side, but it was it was it was nice. And I mean, I'm I'm definitely one. I, I don't really mind about paying money for for cases because I mean, I, as I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a musician, so you know, like I run I run gear. 
I run cases for like my basses and my guitars and stuff, right? Oh, so, yeah, yeah. so, so I'm I'm not I'm not playing around when it comes to like spending money on protecting that stuff. So here's um, here's a link to an ape case I had. It's great, especially for travel. It got a lot of compartments in it. It'll even hold a tripod on the side, your laptop, um, and it, it'll roll and it can take a beating. I've had it for about five years. When did I say I bought it? I bought it back in more than that. I had it for ten years. <laughs> 11 years i bought it back in 2012 right. so yeah and i and i still have it to this day and it's still i haven't had no issues with it i did want to say something that um i i don't have a brinks truck either so not be a good example but i'm always renting the the ford transit the larger one yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm always like oh our company van just had we had whatever our engine broke whatever we're getting a replacement we'll be there with you it'll be off um either unmarked or u-haul but whatever and i just say that oh it's an excuse and then really, yeah, our company, oh, we just blew a transmission. Don't worry about that. Our backup vehicle will be, on, will be there available. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, this is the one that we, you know, we borrowed for rent or whatever. And then you're okay. If, and you're ready when you need it. If you need to bring that much equipment. But yeah, 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 yeah. So the project I just did, we did a $40,000 um, conference. And so I did the same thing. I went to U-Haul, got that van rental, and then we parked outside the hotel. Everybody, we met outside the hotel together we have a unified presence and the client doesn't know that we don't have a van so <laughs> that's nice i mean in my case when i say i don't have a vehicle i mean i literally don't drive i i had one of those upbringings where i lived in a place where i just never needed i never needed to drive i mean in the uk the distances aren't as ridiculous as, as over there for you guys so yeah even as a teenager i always lived in places where i could easily just get like a taxi you know five pounds you know, or, or or a bus you know it was just so easy that I, I was so lazy i never thought oh let me let me learn how to drive and now i'm like 32 and i'm going oh shit <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you a question so your first 24 hours on flash from academy have you started going through uh like different stages and everything or some of the yeah. kind of, so how yeah, do you yeah, yeah. So, the first 24 hours it's actually, I've got like, I've got my notes up on my iPad and I've been writing down notes. I've been writing down links. I've been writing down lists. And so I, where am I? I'm, I'm at, um, I'm in the module that speaks about um, uh, beta client testing. Mm -hmm. That's how far I've gotten. Um, I've already kind of, cause you know, within within the Flash Film website and the app, you can you can favorite videos and add them to your favorites list. And I've kind of done that for certain sections, especially the, the, the finance and, and banking module that you know I've, I've been honestly like <laughs> i've got lists and lists and lists and obviously obviously you're 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 kind of giving examples of, of products and services that are us centric um and there are there isn't always a direct equivalent here or, or there usually is a direct equivalent just not the exact brand or company that you're quoting so in my case sometimes i'm having to pause the video search to see if that company operates in the uk and then go mm, okay they don't but let me see if there's a an alternative reputable equivalent that i could use you know and there's certain things like quickbooks which are universal um obviously like godaddy and, and squarespace they're universal um but but certain specific things i need to kind of look at, at, at uk versions of but but overall it's um it's, it's been really nice actually and like I've been sitting, so like I had a show tonight. It's like quarter past one in the morning now in in London. Um, so I, I just came home from a from a show, um, from tonight's show. But all the guys in, in my dressing room are like, "Hey man, you um, 
you're really quiet today. What's up? And I'm just here there with my like <laughs> there with my headphones on. I'm with my, my laptop watching these videos, making notes and stuff. They're like, well, what, what, what are you watching there? What are you, what are you, what are you looking at? And I'm like, no, nah, none of your business. <laughs> none of your business. I'm just doing some some learning. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. I love it. I love it. I sent you a message, but yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, I would oh, say yeah, I, I would say something, you know, headshots is kind of where I I met a lot of people. I got the ball rolling. I was bringing in money. It was super simple. It was light. It made me a better photographer because it challenged me to create dynamic lighting in every environment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and, and then usually clients who got headshots always turned into something else. Mm. It's turned into like, oh, we, we got a we got a company picnic coming up or we got a, a corporate event coming up. Do you guys do that? We need video for this. Can you do that? Like it, like every I want to say 80 percent of my original headshot clients always turned into more business and something completely different later down the line. Yeah, that's why sometimes y'all may see me do something that's within my niche. And do you see me do stuff that's outside of my niche? It's because those clients have referred me to do all kinds of stuff. And I and I've seen like videos of you going, what's the what's the furniture store that you that you go to sometimes? Yeah, have, that's the one. Yeah. I see you in, in the van like, okay, I'm gonna do some headshots today. I'm just gonna so, rock up with one trolley. <laughs> I'm gonna do some a training videos on them for years. That's even more detailed that I'm coming out with that explain everything that I'm working with. I'm actually working on that training video. It'll be out shortly. But not only do they hire me for all of their new hires, but every year they hold an event where they get 30, 40 people at a time. Wow, so, nice. you know, if you're charging, I'm charging 500 a headshot. So you can do the math on that times 30 people and I'm in okay. a group shot. That's a good week. And and I'm, so, and I'm, I'm running through people, man. I'm doing, I didn't got to, once I get up and running, I'm doing five to eight minutes per head. Hmm. Nice. And in and, and headshots, you're rewarded for finishing early. Like they they're happy you didn't take all day taking their pictures. Yeah, they're grateful for it. So there's it's not like certain uh aspects of video where I booked you for a date. What you mean we done at 12? What are we gonna do for the rest of it? Is the pay are we gonna take some of the pay with headshots? It's like cool, I got so much other stuff to do. The fact that you were here fast, quick setup, I had to leave my house and we ran through it. Man, you were worth it. So it's it's added value to finish faster. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of confirmed what I kind of suspected, which is that headshots is probably at the stage I'm at now in terms of my mobility, so to speak. Um, it, it's the most logical thing because I, I mean, video. Yeah, I could I could do video, but as soon as I want two angles, then it's just me. There ain't nobody else, you know. So it, it immediately becomes a more. Yeah. Have you ever seen? Is it Fantasia, the the Disney Fantasia, where you have Mickey Mouse and he's got all the broomsticks, and the wizard has told him, "Okay, all you have to do, I'm going to be away for for one evening, and all you have to do is make sure the castle is kept clean and look after the magic broom." And, <laughs> and Mickey's like, "Okay, it's just me. I got the broom. Okay, but I've got to clean the whole castle." And and he goes, "Okay." Okay, I, I can I can clean this castle quicker, and he cuts the broom in half to make it into two brooms, and then they have a life of their own, and they start multiplying, and they start taking yeah, over, yeah. The and he can't keep up, right? So as soon as as soon as I start looking down that rabbit hole, I start having having to now think about okay, well, where do I find a second shooter that I can rely on? Um, and at the moment, 
I mean, I haven't really got a big network of other guys who are as into what we do as I am. And yes, I, I, know, I know. Has three legs. It'll come over time. Yeah, it's yeah. a tripod. You're right. A second shooter for now is a tripod. You're, for a yeah. yeah, for a second, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> that, was, that was my nickname in high school. Anyway, so, yes. You just on the DNC. Hey, everybody hey, Everybody did this at the same time. <laughs> everybody. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, Everybody's video is off, but they all did the same thing. I was about to say, Max, my girl, she right here. Anyway, but... Um, so like yeah, so that's it's not even after hours yet. You're right, you're right. You got, I know I'm here. You're the after hour guy. I'm gonna let you be after hour. So yeah, so that's where that's where I would start. And and you know, depending on and for everybody else that's listening, you know, I know you got a job, you're working, you're paying bills, but you there may be a niche around your schedule, like like you know, maybe if you did promotions for like clubs or bars, that's after five, that's weekend. Mm. Weddings is after fives or weekends. You know, there are niches that don't operate during regular nine to five hours that you can capitalize in depending. You know, you may have to switch your niche to live in that area until you get enough money to, to say, OK, I'm quitting this day job. Like, you know, I'm going to do I'm going to do this full time and then I'm going to branch out into the niche I want, which is, let's say, ortho or dentist or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I have a strong base here and headshots is something that. You know, it can happen. A lot of times I did a lot of headshots after five. I did a lot of headshots on weekends. And I mean, you would do headshots during the day if you got a company and they say, hey, we need 10 people. Okay, I'll go out there for 10 headshots. That's, you know, that's a great day. I may have to use a, a, a sick day at work to go make, you know, this $1,500 in three hours or whatever. So there are niches that that will work around your schedule. We just got to be creative with understanding, you know, who your target audience is and what hours they operate. Um, so, you know, but, but there is that's what's great about what we do is we can we can conform it to to a lot of different situations that work for us until it start to be the breadwinner for us. Mm. And, and headshots, every company everywhere need headshots. If they send email. They need headshots because they, you know, so for me, it was, it was my ability to work with different people to learn what niches I, I did well in. Like I did a lot of lawyer headshots, right? I didn't, I didn't like, I don't like sword fighting with lawyers all day because they want to pick through my agreement or they want to pick through the words that I use to describe how I'm going to deliver something where well, you said you were going to deliver uh, you know, MP4 and like, yo, I don't want to fight with you about it. Like, so I want to work with a client that's a little less argumentative and that, that still got the money, you know, that a lawyer may have. So that's how I started going into dentistry. Plus, you know, lawyers, if you if you are comfortable in that world, let's say you grew up and you got a family member that's a paralegal or whatever, you grew up in that world, man, nobody pays for marketing as much as a lawyer does. Like lawyers is huge. So, I mean, it just depends on, and that's what, that's why I like to teach you how to think and how, what to think, because you, you can take these methods and use them in, depending on whatever your niche is. And sometimes your niche is not always based around what you love. It could be based around your schedule and what's available in your situation. So keep that in mind, you know, when you stick, when you choose something and you're sticking with something, keep that in mind, you know, when you're choosing a niche and you're deciding who to be your beta client. You may have a beta client that's not available during the times you're you're not available. 
know what I'm saying? Y'all schedules may not line up and you may take it as they don't really want to work with me or they don't like this. But the truth is you haven't, you haven't really understood the availability of that target audience. You know, if your target audience is a, is a 50, as a 60 year old dentist, he's not going to want to shoot to 10 at night. He tired. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he don't want to be in bed by eight. They, they, you know what I'm saying? If they, if it's because they, they taking clients at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. So these are things that you have to learn about your client, but it will help you better understand who's a good fit for you. And, and there's a lot of night and weekend niches that make a lot of money. Um, a lot of money, whether you're doing kids photography for like sports, that's a weekend thing. That's a night thing. Um, you no, know, depending on what you're doing, there, there is a time frame for that niche and make sure, you know, just make sure it lines up with your lifestyle because everybody not, you know, everybody may not be available for nine to five. Um, everybody may not be available for a shoot. Just like you said, they take a Brinks truck and got a lot of gear. There are shoots where, you know, Luca tell you shoots he's done with cell phones. That's the easiest gear to, to, to take. But a lot of it goes into his ability to manage the project because that's where the value is for his client. So keep, keep that in mind. Would you, Luke, you like you about to say something. You hit the button. Yeah, hey, I jumped in at a good time. I jumped back on. Um, but yeah, I was hearing what you were saying. And the only thing I can think of that's easier gear wise than headshots is like Ty said, vertical social media videos. Cause you can do that shit with an iPhone and like some microphones that you can keep in a backpack. Like, honestly, the whole thing fits in like a backpack with a bunch of USB-C power banks and shit like that, that you can charge your crap off of. Um, Luke, Luke, tell, them, tell them what those paychecks look like. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, we run some social media content for clients and our packages start at 5,000 a month for five videos a month. And we can shoot those five videos in about a half day. Uh, say it depends. Uh, we eat that labor cost a little bit because we have margin to do it. And over the course of 12 months, we found it to even out. Like it, it ends up costing less than we charge. Am I cutting out? Hold on. So, yeah. So if the options are so there. That's like, I don't know, man. The, the options are there. It's just about learning. Uh, The options are there. You can definitely yeah. pull 50 year off a single client with an iPhone. You definitely can do it. <laughs> you're going to have to represent as you're going to have to represent as more than just you, though. And I'm going to tell you this right now, whether you do headshots or whatever, dog, you should represent as more than just yourself. I don't know what the laws are in your country. Um, I know a little bit about how EU countries and like the UK sometimes work about stuff like that. So be careful. Know your know your area but by and large you should be representing as like larger than you are oh yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, for a sure. Video, it's a video to talk about speaking french we not i yes oh yeah i'll have my team get back to you on that one absolutely I like <laughs> it. no that yeah, yeah that, that's that's one of the first lessons yeah. i learned <laughs> from from the youtube channel yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for sure i mean yeah so I, I think ultimately i think i think headshots is is, is the thing that's most viable and Immediately, the, one of the first things that came to mind was like, okay, in London, I don't know how much you know about the London property market, but it's ridiculous. Like in terms of rentals, as well as, well, not so much buying and selling unless it's very high end because prices are, are insane. 
Um, and so I was kind of thinking, okay, well, estate agents, letting agents, you know. Um, and then I kind of went down the rabbit hole of like, okay, um, doing their like property shots and property videos and that kind of thing. Um, How do their commissions and pay work out there? Because I feel like for the agent, it really depends on how they get paid, like how much and how they get paid, whether it's worth it for them to use you or not. Yeah, you, and this I'm is this is you one this. of the... You can get your foot in the door with an agent by headshots. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Some of my bigger clients were agents because their face is on everything. They're on the billboard, they're on the, the, the house sticker, everything. So it, it may be a good way to find out whether or not it's lucrative because there's a lot of content, there's a lot of software out that's making the images they capture easier. You know, yeah. Zillow has it where they're like, okay, take a picture of the front of the house. Okay, take a picture of the main, and then, you know, you put together something pretty decent. And it's kind of, I don't, you know, maybe very high end, but I'm not, I'm not super familiar with the real estate market. That's the only thing that I'm, I felt like AI and I felt like camera technology is going after that market first because realtors don't want to split their commission. Yeah, that's exactly that's what I was going to say. Unless they have a way that they get paid where they can expense everything, which you guys, you guys have a big problem there in that you guys don't let business owners expense as much as we do um like federal tax expenses so mm. those guys aren't able to write off and i checked this out they might not be able to write off as much i don't know again i don't know how the fucking business world works out there but i know that i know that it's more restrictive than the u.s um and the the u.s agents don't want to split their commissions like ty said I mean, we have realtors, you have realtors out here, like in Texas and Nevada that don't want to, they don't want to pay for the marketing because stuff, stuff sells way too fast. And yeah. so depending on, depending on how easy it is for them to book and how much they make, they're kind of cheap, dude, like a lot of the time, unless they have some really good motive for doing a lot of media, a lot of publicizing of their stuff. If they don't, then it starts to get kind of like, you know, it's hard to get them to do what you want them to do. Uh, yeah, no, that, that's definitely what I was thinking. And in terms of, I think one of the things I, need to, I needed to kind of really get my head around was, say you have a, an agency. So, for example, one of the, one of the bigger um, estate agents, especially in London, is Foxton's. And obviously within that, that, each branch will have their own set of agents that work at that particular office. And so if I approached them, am I am I approaching each agent individually or am I able to approach Foxton's and sort of say your okay, answer is yes. Yeah, yes to both. Yes. Group discount yeah. uh, or individual. Right. So let me let me say this real quick because it was um refined visuals asked, can you highlight your breakdown regarding mobile headshots? Um, so, so I'm, I'm working on a, a course, which will be uploaded, which breaks down everything, but let me, it'll kind of go over how I shoot and how I get the clients, but there is something that's dope about your situation, um, Kevin and, and, and the idea of headshots, right? So my higher end headshots, I use a more shallow depth of field, right? Yeah. Which I call them, um, I, I, they're just, they're the higher end executive headshots. So, mm. We could come in your office and shoot with our backdrop, or we can shoot it on location. 
with a very shallow lens, f2.8 or something, and get a higher end headshot. So now I don't have to carry a backdrop and I get to charge you more and I got more light to work with. So yeah. I'm getting paid for doing less. And I've made 30, 40, 50% more per client. And trust me, and I'm going to tell you straight up, anybody who I'm going to tell you, if I work with a client, this, this, this is a gym alert right here. If I work with a client and they work in an office where everybody got headshots, right? They work in a big office and it's a lot of people that got headshots. I may offer them an executive level headshot at a discount. And I'm going to tell you why. When everybody else's picture is a boring gray background and theirs is a shallow depth of field background and they upload that picture on their emails and stuff, you're going to get so many phone calls for people who want their picture to look like that. <laughs> and that's something that I learned. Like, like again, just like a drug dealer, I'm going to give you a little bit for free and you're going to bring your people back to me. And that's exactly what would happen. I would give them an executive level headshot very shallow depth of field um and and it, it would just blow their mind and when they post it they didn't even have to say nothing all they did was post it and you would start seeing their picture compared to everybody else boring picture and my phone would be ringing like crazy such and such referred me i give them a coupon code hey if if somebody called i'll give them 10 off or whatever and i would get groups and groups of people who wanted executive level headshots so again it's me carrying less gear charging more and the secret to it is having a, a 70 to 200 i like it because it gives you compression it's a shallow depth of field or if you're a sony guy the 100 millimeter stf is, is the king or if you want to get sigma the 105 105 millimeter i think it's a 1.2 or 1.4 it's the big weird looking lens yeah i've seen that it gives you headshots like nobody's business. Yeah, I mean, I've already got the um the newer Sigma eighty five millimeter one point four, and that's beautiful. That's another great one. Yeah, um, and that's I mean that's only a few years old, but I mean I, I've I've been <laughs> I've been looking at some videos at that one hundred five one point four, and it's like it's a big old tank, but yeah, it's like it's big enough that it has its own lens mount on it, like the the on you know right the, day, the tripod mount. With, on a right day, you can go out with just some reflectors, man, and capture yeah. something amazing. Yeah, for sure. And and I think that's the kind of setting, especially the executive level headshots where you're effectively carrying less stuff and you're shooting them in their own office, maybe with a bit of natural daylight coming through their windows. That's where I get to be a bit more creative. And from their perspective, they're looking at it going, holy, well, this this is the best I've looked in years. Headshots <laughs> turn into lifestyle shots, turn into yeah. marketing shots, turn into, hey, let me get a shot of me. I had a, lawyers. We started with headshots. By the time we finished, they was in the library holding books. Let me get a shot of me holding up. And, it, and then we just kept tacking on, tacking on because they loved it. And and, and a, a five or $250 headshot at the time grew to a $1,500 ticket because they wanted a shot with them into it. You know, let me get my paralegal in here. Okay, let me get a shot of me at my desk. Okay, let me get a shot of me in the library holding books. So they're thinking about social media and just more that they can add to it. So right. I, I did one for one partner in a, in a, in a um, that's a lawyer. Guess what? His partner called me. Their paralegals called me. Everybody started calling me. And I would either try to get them in on a group shot so I can go and get one big cash day or you know, it would just be clients for a long time. Now, a question that I do have, though. So say, for example, I, I, I go into, for example, Foxton's, the agent I spoke about, and, and, and I, 
I can only really talk to maybe one or two of the agents in the office, but maybe there's like seven that work at that site. Now, is there an issue from Foxton's perspective as the brand? Say, for example, I book a couple of them in to get these shots done. <laughs> is there an issue from Foxton's perspective, from their overarching viewpoint, looking down and saying, okay, well, we've got two of our agents in this branch that are presenting themselves completely differently to the other five. And the other five maybe don't have any interest in getting those shots done. So maybe that would be a barrier to entry for the for the two that are interested because they don't want to basically think of it as like a franchise. They don't want to be going outside of the boundaries of what of, of so, what the companies is kind of images. That's a, that's a really good question. So most companies have a guideline in which they create headshots, right? Now look, because if they don't, you get to create that guideline. And when I've been put in that position, I made sure the guideline is a little bit different than what everybody got, which forces everybody to have to retake the headshot. Nice. So so I had a company who the guideline was gray background. Um, it, it wasn't a, it was it wasn't a direct on shot. It was a quarter shot, but it was a gray background and it was a little bit of a smirk. No smiles. Right. Cool. We shot an executive level headshot with a blurred background and I cut them out of the background and desaturated the background. So it was still gray, but it was a shallow depth of field gray shot and it blew everybody away. So it still lived within the guidelines. They loved it. And now everybody wanted it because nobody above that person wants them to have better headshots and nobody below them want to feel like you're going to get more business or you outrank me because your headshot is better. So that that little change, that little change brought me 20 headshots. And you can go on Fiverr and get somebody to create a style guide. So a style guide is, you know, on paper, their terms of order of operation for headshots. Hey, so not only would, if you do a group shot, we will also create your style guide. So moving forward, and I would only add this in with a group shot. I wouldn't do it for one person. We'll, we'll create your style guide. So moving forward, if you decide to go somewhere else or rock with us, we have your style guide to know what type of headshots to expect. Nice. And that style guide cost me $6 to make. So, so is that basically us as the content creator offering the style guide as, a, as an extra paid add-on? Yep, only for a group shot though. Hey, if you get 10 or more people, we'll create a style guide for you so everybody's right. uniform and moving forward. Because I've seen companies use that style guide to even shoot interviews. Hey, we want our interviews shot. If Dale was the company I work with. They only wanted their logos in a certain amount of companies, uh, colors. And their logo had to fill a certain amount of the screen at all times. So wow. they couldn't shoot direct on interviews. They had to shoot interviews off to the side to leave room for their logo. Their logo <laughs> yeah. had to have 50% of the screen whenever wow. you showed it. It's crazy. Unless, oh, you show them, unless you're showing like, uh, you know, you filming and you going in the door and their, their name on the door badge and their logo, you can do that. But if but if we're doing it, if we're using it as a background, it needs to have 50% of the screen. And this is what they provided. So you know what? I would take information from their style guide and I would incorporate it in style guides moving forward. Mm. And if somebody was like, well, why are we, hey, Dale is a big company. This is what they're doing. 
oh, well, we got to, you know what I'm saying? I kind of punk them like that. Like, well, we got to do it. We got to have it. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's, that's a free offer that I use to close 20, 30 head shot deals. And again, with your schedule, if you get headshots, man, just think if you did a, you know, you do $200, you do, if you do $100 a headshot and you got a, a client a week that's doing 30 headshots, that's an extra $3,000 a week. <clears throat> It'll take you three hours, two hours to do it. So, and then I, it's plenty of upsells like teeth whitening and ladies who want to add makeup and you know, all kind of, I didn't change hair colors, everything. I, those are all upsells that you can offer, you can add. You can add multiple backgrounds. If you do green screen, you can add multiple formats. Hey, I'm going to give you a landscape for the bottom of your email, but then I'm going to give you an eight by 10 for your headshots. Um, so there's there's a lot of different things you can do to, yeah. to, to increase that ticket price. And again, that's going to feed into right. corporate event. That's going to feed into, I've had people hire me for private events. Hey, we well, this is our rate. Hey, cool. We, I, I shot in a, a um one of the one of the corporate execs at Raising Canes, which is a restaurant over here. I shot a lot of their stuff, and they hired me to shoot a, a, a housewarming party. Like, and Raising Canes paid me through Raising Canes to cover his housewarming party, like as a gift for him. You know what I'm saying? So they paid me Raising Canes rates to cover, nice. and I was drinking and partying all night. Like, I took pictures, but. We turned up. I'm I'm just gonna be honest with you. Like them pictures towards the end was real blurry. By the end of the night, I'm probably was shooting on auto because I was it was an open bar. So, you know, I'm trying to get in and get my shots because they like, you know, I, I shot a lot of events for them. So they like Ty, why you don't got a drink? I'm like, I'm I'm in my mind, I'm like, I'm working. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to work. Here go a drink. And I'm like, you, you get peer pressured into it. And you bust out cigars. And you know, if you have a cigar after a drink, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. You're not working. It's a wrap. So I, I had to go to auto. I had to switch on auto. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Auto, let me get a five shot burst and let me just and hope for the best. Spray and pray. Hey, spray and pray. Rodney, what you're going to love about the A6500s is they shoot 16 frames per second. But you got to wait oh, yeah. to get on that car. But I'm just saying, I was in a situation, so it happens. Yeah, I started out with the A6600. That's what, that was my gateway drug. Now I've got an A74, but I mean, I could have kept the A6600 because it was a serious camera. Like, there's, there was nothing really lacking. It was just, I think, my own. Oh, I need full frame. I need, yeah, yeah. I need, I need dual it. SD card slots. All that sort of stuff. You, you, you get it. Be like, man, it ain't even. I don't even see that big of a difference. I like it, but I could have <laughs> did it. Could have deal with the other. I was the same way. Yeah, I ran my company sure. off two A6500s for like four years. Um, and I did, I was doing, I did some sideline sports stuff with the A6500, NFL level with the A6500. And people laughing at me because they got one DXs, you know, and I'm, and, and I'm right next to them with the A6500. I got a crop sensor, so I'm getting closer to the action. Yeah. But real sports photographers don't want full frame. They want mm. crop sensor. That's why yeah. the Ace, the, uh, the 7D was huge because it was crop sensor and it was fast. So now, so now my 7200 is 30% greater. You know what I'm saying? It's a three, 320. It's a, you know, 120, yeah, yeah. whatever. So you're spending less for glass, you're closer. And if you got the speed, it works. Real, real sports photographers, they prefer a crop sensor. And unless you, you know, you big boy and you got the $12,000 
you know, 800 millimeter F2.8s, then you can, you know, you can get away with full frame. But if not, you can get a crop sensor and get you a 400 F2.8 and, and you know, go ham. But the thing I love about the A7 IV, and there's a few Sony cameras that, that do this, is that you can, I mean, I just assigned a custom button to take me into Super 35 mode, so it crops in. Yep. And I mean, I still I still have my old um, APS-C glass. I've got my Sigma 16mm, Sigma 30 30 mil, yeah. and then the 56, which were like the Sigma trio for the APS-C system. And I've, I kept all three of those lenses. At one point, I was going to sell one or two of them, and I thought, nah, because they're still great for video. Um, and and yeah, I was I was taking some some shots of some of the guys in the show I'm in um, backstage, and I, I took a couple of those lenses, and they really really work. And even my full frame glass, obviously I can use the full width of of, of the glass, but then I can I can cut in, and it's just like that is that is so useful. I leave mine on auto, so when I slap some APS-C, it goes straight to it goes straight to the yeah yeah, yeah that exactly. between that and clear image zoom. I love it, man. I love it. But yeah, at, at the end of the day, to kind of recap, you know, everything, you know, it's all about it's all about finding a niche that that fits your time. Um, sometimes, you know, the niche is not exactly what we're in love with, but it's what fit our lifestyle. You know, mm -hmm. you you may have grown up. You know, my father had a landscaper company. So so what is what is Marcus showing us right now? He's showing us some. OK, appreciate you, Marcus. What it costs when you need it. Um, so so yeah, that yeah, that butt's live on camera. Anyway, full moon tonight, be careful. Um, so my father had a landscaping company, so I knew how to talk to um not just landscapers, but just service industries a lot. I knew what they were going through. I knew that they weren't as balling as I wanted, you know, I thought they were. Some of them are, you know, service industries, a lot of people go into business because they're good with their hands, not mm. that not that they're necessarily good with business. Um, so they need somebody to step in and handle more of the project than you would with like a dentist or a lawyer. You know what I mean? So that's great for like marketing companies like like Luke. Service-based industries are just a gold mine because they don't they don't have the expertise in the marketing side. They're usually very hands-on. And they don't want to. And they you're mm. right, and they don't want to. So they can pay you to manage their Instagram and, and your idea of manage and their idea of manage is different. Your, your idea of manage is grow it to a million followers in two weeks. Their idea of manage is just to post a few pictures a week so it look like they're doing something with you. So, yeah, post two things a week. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? So, so again, like because I grew up in that industry, it, I was just easier. It was easier for me to talk to them. So, you, that wasn't necessarily my niche, but that's just something that, you know, sometimes stuff land on your lap. Uh, depending on where you are, who you are, what your schedule is. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's one area that I'm really, really not up to scratch with. Like, despite the fact I'm 32, you'd think that I'm, I'd be like social media, social media. That's my generation. But I'm so like I personally. I mean, I've got Facebook, I've got Instagram, I've got Twitter, but I I couldn't tell you the last time I posted on anything. Like, I just don't use it. So, you know, I've got friends who are like, oh yeah, algorithm this and blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, I listen. I don't even know. The last thing I posted on Instagram was like 2019. <laughs> and it was a picture of like my bass guitars. They thought you was born during COVID. They thought Jay's seen you since COVID. They're like, what happened? Yeah, for real. So I really need to brush up on that. But I think if I'm going to offer that kind of a service to people, then, but at the moment, yeah. yeah. You got a good family here that can help, you know, iron sharpen iron. 
and that's what we're here for to have these conversations to say, hey, you know, maybe we should focus on this or maybe we should put out more training in social, you know, social media. There's a few courses that talks about social media marketing a little bit. Mm. Um, it kind of just gets your wheels going. Nice. But definitely, I sent you a message. Check that message where you get time. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I yeah. see that. Um, I think uh, what I'm going to do now, because we got, you know, we got we got some hungry ladies here. We're going to feed them. Uh, before we get beat up, they didn't uh, made it clear that they are hungry, and huh. you got you know you got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? I don't have sandwiches being brought to me like like Marcus. I'm I'm the one making the sandwiches, so you know what I'm saying you got to do what saw, you want. We just saw how they get the sandwiches too. That's true. We we only got we just saw how we got the sandwiches. Oh yeah, that's how we got the sandwiches. Yeah, it's, we call them the moon pies and you eat moon pies. <laughs> Y'all doing me dirty. <laughs> it's love. I didn't even know I have a camera on. Yeah, we uh, good thing, good and thing we went on YouTube. We would have got demonetized <laughs> on YouTube. Rodney, real quick, uh we were oh. we brought your name up because you got the A6500. Kevin got the A6600. He was talking about the lenses and stuff he used uh with the A6600. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll hit you up, Kevin, man, if you don't mind, man. We can start comparing notes and see how they work out. I know they're slightly different, but lens-wise, it really should be too much of a difference. Is that cool, Kevin? What's that again? Yeah, I was talking to you, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Say again, I completely missed that. England that I know of, so. Say it again, Ron. No, I was saying that, uh, Ty was saying that you got the A6600, right? I did, I did, but now I've got the A7 IV, but I've, I've kept some of my um, A6600 glass because I've, it still works on my A7 IV and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's good quality, you know? Date the body, marry the glass. Okay. Yeah, exactly. All right. Exactly. We'll talk, then we'll talk in a different way then. Um, if you <laughs> may want to part with the glass or if you're going to keep it or not, but still maybe I'll reach out to you, man, and kind of get some insight on how that glass works out for you and like what lens you, you, you use and what for and all that good stuff. Is that oh, cool? you mean, you, you, are you thinking that you want to get what 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 glass to get for your A sixty five hundred? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Well, not, what have you, what do you have right now? Some ones earlier as well, because I know he he was talking about he's used it already. Like he had yeah. it, he ran game with it for a while. So since you've got glass on you right now, just to kind of chop it up and kind of compare notes, yeah, see yeah, that how it's worked out for you and all that good stuff. Oh man, okay. Well, <laughs> anything Sigma is they've just really really done great, great, great stuff. But it's only APS-C system. Like Sigma doesn't mess around. Um, so I mean, I don't know what kind of stuff you shoot. Um, but one of the first things, or some of the first lenses that I got were the 16 mil 1.4, the 30 mil 1.4, and the 56 mil 1.4. Um, which because of the like APS-C to full frame conversion algebra equation, <laughs> it basically makes them like a 24 mil f2 um uh 45-ish mil say like a nifty 50 f2 and right. roughly like an 85 mil f2 so between those three um prime lenses you've got like a good set of full frame equivalent focal lengths and at shallow depth of field that's they, they work so so well with the sony um autofocus system they're sharp as hell like if you see any videos on youtube um reviewing those lenses um there's a guy I think his name's Arthur R on YouTube. Okay. And he's like a Sony APS-C aficionado. Like he has reviewed 
pretty much every APS-C Sony lens there is, including the manual stuff from like Yongnuo and and Samyang and Mikey and all them all them brands there. Um, and he okay. rates the Sigma glass so so highly. They they also have a Sigma. Um, it's like a zoom, but I think it's like an eighteen to fifty or eighteen to fifty-five, which is like a twenty-eight to seventy um, equivalent. If you were to compare it to full frame focal length, and it's that's a two point eight, which I guess is like an f four for full frame. I've but seen again, one of those. I, I did research eighteen to thirty-five. Yeah. Say again. I remember that one. I think it's the eighteen to thirty-five one eight one dot eight that I saw. I oh saw no, no, no! So that's a different lens. That's a different lens because oh, Sigma makes. Yeah, Sig Sigma made a, a bespoke one for APS-C, which was like their way of kind of creating a, a 24 to 70 equivalent for APS-C. And I think that's an 18 to 50 or 18 to 55. I need to, I need to check on Amazon. Okay. Um, and that, that's only been out for about a, a, a couple of years at most. Um, and that's kind of like their main Zoom for APS-C. I, for, for a long time, had the Sony 18 to 104 four or no 18 to 105 f4 yeah, yeah, yeah yes yeah 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 um and that's a really nice lens um i mean and it's only in it's only in f4 but especially if you're going to do anything outdoors f4 is going to be more than enough more okay. than enough and and it's a power zoom all the zoom is internal as well so if you do any gimbal work that's going to be outdoors or well lit okay. that lens is 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 going to be a real workhorse for you because it's such a huge zoom range like the 18 to 105 it ends up being what like a so like a 28 to 150 full yeah. frame equivalent it's like a, a stupidly large zoom range and because it has the power zoom rocker on it as well you don't have to be manually turning the rings and getting that janky zoom action you can just you know hold the slider down and it's a smooth you know smooth action and the autofocus is really good on that camera using that lens yeah it's it's really 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 good so well, I'll hit you up yeah. offline, man. I don't want to hold everybody up too much, but I'll, I'll definitely want to reach out to you. Definitely. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Um, well, I'm okay. posting I'll send you a message now. I posted okay. the Helios um, 44.2. It's a 58 millimeter. It's a prime lens, manual lens. It look old, but they're still manufacturing. The bokeh is a very swirly bokeh. If you want to do like good executive level headshots for the low, that lens is a secret beast so look look at that lens i posted i will post a video there's a video on youtube that kind of talks about it a little bit but for the price it is absolutely ridiculous is that the 422 150 it is yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it is dope i'll post it in the group real quick um and you would use that with the uh that sigma mc11 right yep make sure you get the right mount because it comes in different mounts Make sure okay. you get the right mount, but I promise you, that'll be the best money you ever spend on a lens for the price. Yeah. Okay. The price is absolutely ridiculous. Okay. So, so definitely check out check that out. I'm gonna hand it over to Marcus because we're gonna slide out. That way y'all can keep chopping it up and y'all can do the after hours. And um, I will definitely see y'all next week. I'll be back in the studio. July gonna be crazy because I'm doing a lot of traveling, but we're gonna we're gonna get in where we fit in. But I want to say uh especially for the people who first time this is their first time on here like kevin man hey i want to say we appreciate you man welcome to the family everybody you know we like to help each other achieve what we're trying to achieve and share this wealth of knowledge and information and uh y'all be safe i'll see y'all next week you've been listening to content and cash a flash film academy podcast 
Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.